Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's uh, BudPod94 for Tier 4. 94, 94, Tier 4, 94. We are for a 94. We want some more. Tier 4. <laughs> yes, that's right, everyone. The, 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 the COVID pandemic, the pandemic's so good, they had to make a new tier. <laughs> we didn't have enough tiers to contain the enthusiasm of this virus. We've, we've had the virus so long. And we're such an innovative, forward-looking nation after Brexit that we have innovated an incredibly powerful mutant version of it. Yes. Well, now, I was made aware of the subtle differences between a mutant and a variant. Ooh. And I think this new, the new uh, pathogen that is a faster-spreading faster version of COVID-19 is not a mutation but a variant. <gasps> Of COVID nineteen. Okay. Now let's see if the internet can provide a succinct definition of the two variant yeah. versus mutation. Mutations were originally defined. Oh dear! Wait. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Is a is variation? Genetic variation can be caused by mutation. You know what? The first three results has has not helped me. <laughs> the, the, there's I'm nothing so, worse than, than Google not helping you within the first within the results that you see on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm 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 convinced the second page of Google results is, is the dark web. Is that what the dark web is? The second page of Google results. <laughs> if you go to page ten, it's just Bill Gates asking you why you're there. It's, yeah, it's just an omegle with Bill Gates. Just a live st- video stream with Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, hi. Huh. <laughs> Did you what are you it? doing here? Did you say omegle? Yeah. I thought it was omegle. Omegle, omegle. Look, now it's not the time for division. <laughs> Unless you're a new mutant strain, am I right, kids? I've got a new mutant pronunciation of omegle. It's That's Omegle. Right. That's right. And it's spreading, and spreading to, fast. It's spreading up to 71% faster than Omegle. <laughs> um, now, what's, what I can't figure out about the new variant is surely it's not just in the UK. Are we not just the first country to identify it? Because surely well, it would arise where it's had the most cases to, um, to change up, which would be like Brazil and America. Well, there could be there could be loads of variants, but the one thing that the UK does have, which in this case is kind of a double-edged sword, is I think the best genomic sequencing technology in the in the world. That's right. Hoist by our own sequencer. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. We've sequenced our own petard, and uh, it's a boy. It's very much um, they who smelt it dealt it situation, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> we should have just kept our mouths shut. 
Yes, I'm afraid that uh, the incredible traffic jam of lorries at Dover was caused by President Macron's unprecedented use of the if I'm rubber, you're glue uh, <laughs> clause. <laughs> you know what is really exposed to me my own hypocrisy because I, I, you know, I'm always quite angry with China for not telling the world about the outbreak soon enough. I'm like... Fucking China, because we're here because you weren't you weren't honest quickly enough, and then now that a British team has identified the new COVID strain, resulting in us being blocked off, locked out from the rest of Europe, I'm like, well, don't don't tell everyone. (laughs) Maybe it's not so bad. It's it's mad though that. The UK, Great Britain, is basic is now the first island in a free roaming video game, and we haven't we haven't done enough missions to leave it. We well we we haven't done enough missions to leave London, and then we'll get the rest of the island, <laughs> and then it's, it takes a and lot you to get, unlock Europe. Yeah, yeah, at Dover right now. If you try and pass through Dover, the police characters of the game. Um, for some unexplained reason, descend on you and kill you really quick. <laughs> yeah, or there's, or there's, it's like Pokemon. There's just a really big, fat sort of bear that's asleep in the way. <laughs> All right. Or oh, it's the guy from Ski Free. Do you play Ski Free? No. What? <gasps> you never play the micro, the free skiing game on old Microsoft computers. Free skiing game. This is the first <laughs> time right. this. Oh my god! You got to look up Ski Free. Ski free. You start. It's all like a sixty-four bit thing, and you you just have your direction keys, and you just have to guide this pixelated uh, hero oh. down the white slopes. And there's and yetis. If, if eventually a yeti will just come out and eat you, if you ski for long enough. Yeah, or maybe you can evade them. I I don't I don't think I ever was able to. Oh, I I recognize the yeti, but I don't think I ever played it. I think I recognize the yeti from like memes. Ah, meme yes. knowledge, meme culture, the meme culture, <laughs> the lowest form of wit. The uh, meme culture sort of replaced The Simpsons in in providing a whole generation with the first instance of a cultural phenomenon before they've seen the original cultural phenomenon. Yes, that's true. With The Simpsons, it was like The Shining and It's a Wonderful Life and loads of stuff. Whereas now, oh, so yeah. much. Yes, yeah, so last night I watched um, American Beauty for the first time, and I was like, "Oh, that's where the plastic bag and the music thing is from." Yes, yes, and the and the and the rose petals on a bed. Yes, top down. It's a great movie, American Beauty. I had no idea how good it was. I love it. Where um, uh, uh, Kevin Spacey plays a, a creepy older man who's into younger women. Yeah, really throwing everyone off the scent quite effectively <laughs> for years. <laughs> Cunning old Kevin. <laughs> uh, yeah, just 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 enough of deviation from his true designs to throw everyone off for literal decades, two decades. But a good film. He plays a creep so well. This is the tragic thing. <laughs> he plays a creepy guy beautifully. Do you think... Um... Do you think it's ever really Christmas unless we get another completely bonkers fucking video from Kevin Spacey? Oh, of course. Hmm. Yeah, please. 
What'll it be what'll it be this year? If I was president, I would have handled coronavirus differently. <laughs> Still in character. He's been in character this whole time between both videos in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something in his mind snapped, and that's how he behaved at the trials, the various trials. <laughs> so yeah, basically, yeah. So the UK is now the first island in GTA three, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, I'm, I, I imagine the coronavirus is like, um, a, like if, if, a, if, the, if a man was dressed as a kind of coronavirus football mascot, that's how I imagine the new mutant strain. It's like as big as a person. And it's, and it's, it's, it's like hiding under, it's like holding on to pipes underneath lorries, like Terminator. <laughs> But I don't understand why the Europe is why the Europe. I sound like Donald Trump now. Why the Europe? Why Europe is? I mean, it's there already. Surely it's there. Oh, it's definitely there. It's definitely there. So if what, it's that, what are they doing? Contagious. Is this just posturing? Is it just some pre-Brexit posturing? I think so. I mean, it's it's an interest. Yeah, it's interesting that both the mutant virus and Brexit both have their origins in Kent. Hmm. <laughs> Something yeah. about Kent clearly breeds. A, it's like a sort of swampy, feverish place. Do we know what the Brexit numbers were for Kent in general? Oh, hi, 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 hi. Hi, 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 hi. Well, Kent seems to be repaying its Faustian pact all at once in one sort of large, <laughs> yeah. consolidated payment. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's sort of like you can have Brexit, but your gardens have to be full of trucker turds. <laughs> and everywhere smells like piss now, forever. And this and this will happen at Christmas. And it'll happen at Christmas and you won't be able to leave. <laughs> or, or a huge disease will come and fucking tackle you. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Oh, I had to bury a walk today. Oh, yes. yes. I buried a walk today. <laughs> um, you might hear it in my voice that I'm a bit um, reflective because today I buried a walk. I've never buried a walk before. Um, but it has finally reached the end of his life cycle. We've had this walk from Morrison's, funnily enough. Oh, yeah. Um, which, which is a maker of a walk I've seen in at least one other Chinese-British household. So they, I guess maybe they're known for it. Um and we've had this walk since we moved to London, which was over seven years ago. Whoa. And it is it's really looked after us, but now it's starting to go grey and lose its black coating and it's the the little bits of black coating are ending up in the rice and um That's really dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, it's not good for you. Oh my um, god. So they, if well, thrown You know what they say, Phil? If you go out for uh, revenge, you should dig two graves, one for you and one for your walk. <laughs> mm, God, I hope I haven't eaten too much of that black stuff. <laughs> don't don't let this be the new non-stick version of coronavirus that you create. Oh, no. It's so slippery. Oh, but- 
No, I, I just I bought a new shiny wok from Chinatown, like a proper looking one, and I'm treating it now, which you're supposed to do. It's just I'm rubbing it with oil and heating it up and evaporating the oil, and apparently you, you make it uh, you make it nonstick that way. Yes, seasoning. You're seasoning your wok. Seasoning the wok, yeah. Is it made of just now, like good steel? Carbon steel, it says on the on the handle. Who knows if nice. it's true? A wok but of fine steel. This is. I don't know if the seasoning in this case means seasoning like adding flavor to or seasoning like giving an experience to. Oh, Like a well-seasoned professional. It's one of the... I wonder if there's a specific term for this in language where where one presumes one meaning behind a phrase or a word, but in truth is actually something else. But your presumption makes sense. Like praying mantis. People presume it's P-R-A-Y because it's making a praying gesture, but it's actually P-R-E-Y, praying, because it preys on... Um, oh, yes. Do you know? Do you know what? The only person who could tell you what that's called is that lady who does all the QI words. That's right, Susie Dent. Susie Dent, um, who I'm a big fan of, but every now and then she'll do a tweet with a word that I just think you just make them up. Just make them up. This. Yeah, it'll be like from Blickyblon, which means getting into bed with only one sock on. Or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And you think, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't mean that. Or, 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 or you've made it up. Like, I, I sort of, I kind of can't accept a lot of the words because they, for all we know, they are made up. She's just, she could be stealing a living. Or it's proof that natural selection in language is just and only yeah. good words survive. And so actually when I see a bad word like clombiticlopal, which means to lay a table at an angle. Um, I'm like, good, I'm glad no one knows his word anymore because it's useless. Justice has prevailed. <laughs> I, I, I get a bit annoyed where, or a little bit suspicious where she tweets out um, one of those words and it has like a kind of like amusing possible uh, relevance uh, to the news. Yes, yes, yes. Where it'll be like... Uh, Today seems like an apposite day to tweet this out. Granticular, a collection of lorries at a port. <laughs> and I just think, oh, come on now, come off it. You're pushing your luck here. <laughs> uh, it can't be. That's funny. Um, what are you going to cook for yourself on Christmas Day? We're now thinking it's just going to be me and my sister in the flat. Yeah. Um, as has the entirety of this year been. <laughs> um, and um, we're going to go a little left field and roast a duck. Oh. Because a turkey between two is psychopathic. So we're going to go <laughs> with a duck. Hmm. Are you going to do duck a l'orange? No, that's very 70s, right? The duck a l'orange. It was the first time that people uh, realized in the UK that meat could taste of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And that you could you could put fruit on them. I don't think we'll go a l'orange. We'll probably just go... Um, I don't know. I've, I've come to think of it, I've never roasted a duck. What? I know! All these years, and I've never roasted a duck. <laughs> I'm not um, a huge fan of duck. I think that's what it is. I don't... I love a bit of Peking duck. Sure. But... 
Hmm, otherwise, it, uh, duck kind of makes me go... Every time I eat duck, I think of this one duck that bothered me um, at lunch every day when I was an intern at an engineering firm. And I wa- I'd go into the park, and i sit down with the sandwich, and this duck with a gammy leg would come... <laughs> and his leg was so gross. And he would, like, wiggle his leg at me and really, and really put me off my lunch because it was so gross. <laughs> And so when I th- when I whenever I eat duck duck now I think of that gammy leg. So it sounds first of all, Phil, sounds to me like you're pretty good at roasting ducks. <laughs> yeah, only after the fact, only like fourteen years later. Yeah, but to be fair, you were distracted by its sort of piratical one leg. Uh, it wasn't the piracy of it; it was just the. <laughs> it was just the. Grotesqueness. Was there was like something gross about it? Gnarled up and stuff. Yeah, gnarled and knobbly and. How does that uh, happen? Because pigeons have that all the time. Uh, do they just uh, do they just fly into something real hard and like fuck up the leg? Stick a foot out? Is it have they flown out a window thinking it's clear air and smushed up the leg like that? <sighs> Maybe. I mean, the the thing that always makes me like. Because like we, we hit our legs because we, when we walk around, it's often the leg is the thing that is going in front of us, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're a bird, your legs are always kind of underneath you. It's your, your, it's your bobbing old bird head that's ahead of you. Right. So it's not like they're sticking their legs out to try and admire oh, their right. own talents and saying. getting it run over saying. by a bicycle. Yeah, if anything, they're among the most... Leg careful animals in the animal kingdom. Exactly. Exactly. So where are all these? But they are. They are. From? They are always sleeping on them. You know, when they go to sleep and they they suck their legs up into their body. Maybe because they're always mm. basically just crunching down on their feet to go to sleep. Maybe they just like went in at a bad angle and just. All <laughs> <laughs> just got a cut. Probably got a caught in like a grate or something. Ugh. And they're too stupid to to nimbly navigate it out. So they just fly harder and harder away and just snap it off or whatever. Birds are idiots. They're really dumb. It's amazing. And to, to think they're descended from dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs flying around with the gross legs. <laughs> that would have been a very funny like bit of Jurassic Park where they were just looking at the velociraptors and then one just had a kind of nubbin leg. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, and one kept pecking at cigarette butts. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but that sounds pretty good. You're going to roast the duck, and then are you going to roast it and then chop it up and use it for other sort of stuff, or are you going to roast it and eat it as a kind of big, like traditional whole bird thing? Well, um, as a whole bird, and we we, we won't stop ourselves if there is appetite for the full bird in one go, but if there's leftovers, hey, plenty of throw that in. Gonna, I could do a duck fried rice in my new wok. That's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I thought. You've been, you've been, you've been seasoning that baby all yuletide long. <laughs> I've still got another, like, five coats of oil to do on it, apparently. How many do you have to do? Well, I, I, the first video I looked up was this Chinese-Australian chef and he's like, it's really easy. You just put your wiper with the oil and you turn it on. And within 10 minutes, 
And you wipe, he's obsessed with wiping the oil off and then on. You five or six more times and you're ready to go. <laughs> so I've got like, I've done two, so I've got like, I guess five, five more maybe. Does it, does it really soak in? It, um, it isn't about soaking in, it's about forming a layer of kind of natural uh, non-stick coating. And you're sort of like burning the oil into the metal. Right, okay. It's sort of a greasy, a greasy smoky boy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Hmm, I don't... Have I ever done it? No, I don't have anything that I could seize on, I don't think. It would be cool to give it a try. <laughs> Just around seasoning all your pots and pans, your family's pots and pans. <laughs> I'm just trying to season my laptop. <laughs> just rub your laptop with oil and run a really big game, like a really big one. Get it nice and hot. <laughs> um, Have you got what? a PlayStation 5? Have I got a PlayStation 5? Sadly, no. No. Me neither. No, I'm a late adopter. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Um, have you participated yet, Phil, in any uh, sort of festive uh, overeating, over drinking, unusual eating, unusual drinking, anything like that? Not yet. I mean, I don't see what opportunity to do so is going to present itself. The opportunity the of being situation. stuck at home, staring at the wall. That's true. That's true. Um, I have fortunately fallen out of the habit of getting pissed on my own, though. Uh, well, just in time, I guess. Uh, and my sister's not a huge drinker. Uh, yeah, I don't know what festive thing I'll be able to do this year, in that sense. Um, I might... Uh, yeah, and like a board game. Playing a board game between two is a bit tragic. <laughs> yeah, you're in a kind of... Uh, some sort of like sitcom about... I don't know, like a kind of wartime sitcom of some kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You What's know the one they... with the horrible father? The <laughs> disgusting father and his nasty son? <laughs> Step-turn son, yeah. Step-turn son, yeah. Yeah, you're in Step-turn son with your... It's, it's, wang, wang and sis. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what it's going to be. It's like one of those sitcoms where there's an episode where all the characters are bored because there's nothing to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fly episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire UK mm. is now in a fly episode of its final season. <laughs> Closing out the final season of the UK with uh, a fly episode that's very bold. <laughs> uh, uh. Maybe see- it'll be a clip show where the family watch uh, better times of the UK on the TV. Yes, just footage of us ransacking India. Yeah, the good old days, series two. <laughs> um, did you see someone on Twitter, apologies if you're listening, and hopefully you are, because you tweeted at the BudPod uh, Twitter account, but I cannot remember your name. Uh, do you see they pointed out that something has replaced, this year has replaced the season finale uh, copy and paste joke? This year has replaced the season finale copy and paste joke? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so it used to be that people would go like, oh, pretty weird episode for the season finale. Of the... Yeah, yeah. But now <laughs> people say, okay, who had this on the bingo? Oh, okay. Who had this on 2020 bingo? Yeah. Who had this on apocalypse bingo? Great, great, great. And then there'll be a new story about... Murder hornets. Yeah, yeah. Or um, a plague of... Um, rancid tuna in uh, in Madagascar or something. Yeah, or like a or loads of crows falling out of the sky in northern Russia. Yes, yes, yes. And they'll be like, "Did anyone have mysterious radioactive Russian crow death on their 2020 bingo sheet?" <laughs> I absolutely cannot stand this personification of years, and I really <laughs> hope, actually, perversely, I hope that the pandemic doesn't end too soon after December 31st because I then it'll be so such a clear such a clearly and cleanly 2020 thing that people will be able to say forever 2020 oh that's very 2020 I want it to go on long enough into 2021 that people have to abandon that fucking personification <laughs> yeah how long would that be sort of April it'd have to be at least halfway through yeah yeah close to halfway maybe yeah I think maybe yeah. April is just about just minimum, maybe, which is probably be be word. I mean, it seems most likely where it'll end, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they've they've vaccinated Surrey and McKellen, so how far away from success can we be? Yeah, yeah. Similarly, like at the beginning when Idris Elba got COVID, that 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 would made everyone go, "Oh, this is serious." Now that Sir Ian McKellen's got inoculated, now they were also like, oh, this the vaccination is serious. Yeah. When Idris Elba got it, everyone was like, well, if DCI John Luther can get coronavirus, <laughs> who knows how strong it is? Uh, uh, do you know anyone personally who's been vaccinated? I... Do I? Um... My my younger sister's fiance's dad has had the first dose. Nice. I think that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Yeah, my friend's very old grandparents. <laughs> and did they um, report back any terrifying mutations? 
Uh, as in, have they said something racist about the nurses? <laughs> Now's the time to do it, and then go. Oh, there's vaccines, <laughs> side effects. Uh, um, well, not yet. No, no. It's funny to think that in the, in a few weeks' time, the oldest, frailest people in the country will be the equivalent of like Iron Man compared to everyone else. <laughs> They're going to start bullying everyone. They're going to pinch us on the nose or the, and just like slap us around. And It's going to be like an even more horrible version of a give grandma a kiss. <laughs> give grandma a hundred pounds. <laughs> or you'll, or get, a you'll get it. You get it. <laughs> 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 All the all the pensioners in the UK will be able to withstand Brexit that they voted for because of their vaccines. Yeah, yeah. They'll be so strong that they'll be able to do without um, fresh vegetables. <laughs> um, do you uh, have you seen any uh, 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 anti-vaccine stuff or like paranoid nonsense from people you follow on Twitter? Uh, I, I, I skim right past it. I don't pay it any, any mind. Uh, no, I, 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 I'm not, I don't expose myself to it. I've been quite good at um, limiting what I see. There, I went through a point on, on Twitter and social media of like, you gotta go outside your bubble, see what everyone else thinks. And I did that for a bit and I've gone, uh, people are, outside my bubble, people are insane. So I'm going to go back into my bubble. <laughs> I've just changed my bubble, actually. My bubble's changed. Yeah, they're just like, uh, you know, maybe uh, outside of the bubble of sanity, there could be some interesting theories. <laughs> Perhaps the yeah, insane the, have something to contribute. The, the idea that um, the government is behind or would fake the pandemic and, 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 and execute onto themselves... Uh, politically, economically disastrous catastrophe. Yes, that, that makes them look stupid. That makes them look stupid and useless and pathetic. It was all part of their plan. It's that, that's that's the central that's the central paradox of of conspiracy theorists that that these people are. Oh no, that's not a paradox, is it? It's not a paradox. It's about yeah, because they 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 think these people are these evil people are extremely clever, like impossibly clever, and yes. they've been able to plan these seven-dimensional plans of how to take over the world. Yeah, and and every step is is going to plan. The 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 thing that I get, I'm getting annoyed at is um, people who are talking about like the the you know. One in four hundred thousand people who get up any literally any mild side effect to the vaccine or whatever it is, right? Mm. Or they talk about how bits of the lockdown are hard or blah blah blah. Um, so they always go for like the empathy thing, right? They always go for like they adopt the tone of like these side effects are too many. Three is too many. It's outrageous. And then they'll show you like a picture of like a student who's been locked in their room for the whole term looking sad and they'll be like do you see the price we pay 
right? They'll be crazy about it. Mm. And then when you show them a big pile of coffins, they go, look, it's personal freedom, right? People are going to die in, <laughs> in huge numbers. You can't be all sad about it. And it's like, well, you were just sad about a bored person at a window. <laughs> so are, are we being emo overly emotional and empathetic now or not? And they're like, no, but the, oh, the poor, the mental health is going to be really difficult. And it's like, yes. And you have even worse mental health when you are dead. <laughs> I would refute that point. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think the mental health of the dead is actually pretty good. What do you think would happen? Uh, having a brain, I mean, having a brain activity of zero is is the entire goal in meditation. <laughs> no one is more mindful than the dead. <laughs> do you think if you gave a depression questionnaire to a corpse and it came back not filled in, you'd either think good or bad? <laughs> I guess that's yeah. a glass half full, glass half empty. Some doctors would be like, "My God, he, this dead body is so depressed he couldn't even fill it in." And others would be like, "This guy so chilled out he didn't even bother filling in the form. He didn't even seem to notice it." Mm. That's how you can tell if you have a pessimist for a doctor or not. Make him apply a depression questionnaire to a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> See what he says. The corpse test, yeah. This is the saddest corpse I've ever seen. It hasn't even got out of the bed. What do you think Boris Johnson is going to do on Christmas Day? As in which of his children he's going to spend it with? Or none. I guess I'll <laughs> well, be the newest one. Yeah, it'll have to be the, the one that's um, too small to, for him to run away from or to run away from him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, he must have a lot of... He has a lot of stockings to fill. I mean, that's how he got in this position in the first place, I guess. <laughs> Filling too many stockings. Um, I wonder if, does he send, what does he, if you're one of Boris Johnson's many children, do you get anything from him? Do you get like a gift card or a, a voucher maybe? Or a, just a, a signed warning? card? A sign of warning to keep your mouth shut? <laughs> yeah, a cease and desist letter maybe? <laughs> yeah, it's just, he, they just all start, dear sir or madam. <laughs> dear sir or madam, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think yeah I mean what is it like because Boris Johnson's oldest kid is like not far off our age mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what the fuck is that like just walking around and, and then being like oh my dad's on TV again talking about the mutant virus and how everything is wrong uh, yeah I, I mean yeah do you do, 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 do like hide your face away under the cushions when everyone around you who doesn't know and your friends don't know, they're like, this fucking idiot. This stupid <laughs> piece of shit. Or, but like, or are you like, yeah, you daddy. Yeah, do you watch it and go, dad? Or do you watch it and go like, what a brilliant man. Like, do you still think he's great? Because mm -mm -mm. abandonment can go one of two ways. Either you blame them for abandoning you or you sort of strive to win their affection 
Yes. Yes. And because he, he, he's had most of his kids with like the, the one, the wife from before Carrie now, and he cheated on her when she had like cancer and stuff. Right. So do you still like your dad after that? <laughs> well, you don't like him, but you love him. Imagine being in that position with Boris Johnson. I don't like him. But I, I love, I'll always love him. <laughs> I'll always love Boris Johnson because of. I think that's most of the British public. Oh, do you think? I think that's well, the like, like when, they... like how when he got sick real bad, everyone was so quietly uh, worried for a couple of days. Yeah, and how whenever it comes time for an election, everyone just sort of goes like, uh, oh, "Well, I don't like him at all, but I couldn't bear to see the look on that little face." <laughs> <laughs> they just give him loads of votes to keep him happy because they love him really <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah his political technique is essentially puppy dog eyes yes yeah 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 and I'm I am <sighs> he definitely wished to become prime minister on a cursed monkey paw yeah well the cursed bat's wing <laughs> yes yeah 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 the bat's wings folded and his pact was sealed <laughs> I just I keep I can't get it out of my head the idea that you could travel back in time to like have I got news for you satire show thing 10 years ago and you could show them uh, like like tell tell them you've made you've mocked it up as some satire, right? And then show them an actual screenshot of BBC News, where it's Boris Johnson at the podium with the sort of seal of the Prime Minister on it and the flags behind him, and the news caption says "Breaking News: Prime Minister addresses nation," and the subtitles are Boris Johnson saying, uh, "The mutant virus is out of control, and we will have to cancel <laughs> Christmas." <laughs> And then you'd show that to like Ian Hislop or whatever, and, they'd, and he'd be like, oh, "Yeah, sounds exactly the sort of thing that would happen if Boris were ever prime minister." <laughs> it would be like at the end of Have I Got News for You, they'd be like, "Oh, the caption competition here, or whatever," or, and the news comes through of what would happen if Boris were prime minister, and then that would flash up, and everyone would go, "Ha ha! Oh, what a silly idea! Mutant virus! How exaggerated!" Cancelling Christmas of all things, tee hee. It is all just a bit too perfect, isn't it? It's too, I think that's why I've I've woken up so many so many times this year thinking, oh, it was, it was all just a dream, it was all a weird nightmare because it's all too perfect. It's all too narratively perfect. Boris yeah, Johnson's like, prime minister. The second he's prime minister, we're hit with the worst catastrophe in in a half a century. Well, I don't know how many whatever years you want to say, and <laughs> there's a new mutant variant whatever at christmas we're we're blocked off from the rest of europe like like fucking escape from la and <laughs> and a hard brexit is happening yeah it's all just too perfect it does just seem like a lot is happening at once and i suppose that's why i do have sympathy with the season finale jokers because it is what it seems like wow sympathy huh yeah. Sympathy. Way, sympathy, not empathy. Okay, okay. I guess that's all right. Yeah. You can have sympathy with a lot of a lot, a lot of contemptible things. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. I can see I can see how someone not as uh, experienced in jokes would look at it all and go, "Wait, th- what does this remind me of?" Hang on a minute. <laughs> as they look at a box set on the DVD shelf in their living room. Of course. Of it's course. like we're living in a, a a TV show. I get it now. And we're in the final s- season and the TV show is called The UK. Uh, and it's got characters. Mary! Mary! Get my phone! <laughs> uh, Sign into Twitter, quickly! Uh, uh, what are you going to be eating on, on Christmas Day? What will you I eat? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Meat. Just loads of meat. Yeah, whatever's in the supermarkets at that point. I think that's a safe... Uh, way of deciding. That's probably just the best way of deciding. Don't get your yeah. hopes up, Pierre, with uh, ideas of uh, turkey and bacon. Um, it may just be uh, wheat and mops <laughs> that you have to eat. Wheat mops? Wheat and mops. I love... I, I used to eat a big bowl of wheat and mops every morning <laughs> before school. <laughs> Yeah. You got you used to get wheat and mops. You used to get frosted wheat and mops. Um, and then uh, for choco wheat and mops. Um, and they had the caption on it that said, "They mop the milk chocolatey." <laughs> um, and they're like, "Don't forget to use the the the, the last wheat and mop to mop up the milk." Yeah. And yeah, then, of yeah. course, the limited edition salted caramel Wheaton Mops, which I thought were disgusting. Yeah, they, 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 they went too far, really. They really pushed their luck there. They overreached with uh, caramel yeah. Wheaton Mops. If you go to one of those um, shops in central London that sells sweets from uh, all over the world, you can actually buy pumpkin spice Wheaton Mops <laughs> from the States. <laughs> but... Mm. They, they taste so artificial. They're just not. They're not. They're not nice. Oh boy! Oh boy! I can't believe I'm still in this fucking flat, man. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Do you still have construction going on underneath you? Yeah, it's fortunately quiet and little. They they seem to have gotten. Th- they seem to have finished the uh, the main body of the destructive phase. Of redoing in our whole flat, and I think they're now yeah. into the sort of building it into what's going to be. So it's a little, it's a little quieter. But from time to time, something needs a bit of buffing or spraying, and that's when that's when it gets loud again. But yeah, yeah, it seems most of the knocking and banging is is done, which is um, fortunate. It's a Christmas miracle. Well, the bad news for you, Phil, is that one of the best ways to ensure a level uh, floor is just to blast death metal all day. <laughs> they've also stopped playing on the radio which is great they only, they only played like a couple of days and you're so loud we were getting like the hits why can people who blare the radio never be into like Radio 6 music or <laughs> BBC 3, Radio 3 or like the Jazz jazz FM or why does it always have to be Radio just Billboard Top 100 like eardrum scratching, horrible <laughs> saccharine pop, and isn't and it, these are like they're builders. They're not like teenage girls. They're they're 
old to mid old men listening yeah. to fucking Ariana Grande because that's just what's on Radio One. Yeah, it's like they, have some respect. What, what? Who? Who is this radio on for? You obviously don't like this music. Is it just <laughs> for the noise? They're listening to yeah. They're listening to like Heart FM or something. I wish um, it was Heart. It's like. No, actually, heart is pretty annoying. I went down when it was too much, and um, and it takes a lot for me to do anything about anything. But this, it's true, was too much, and I went down, and I sort of knocked on the, on the. Well, there was not too much of a door left at that point. Just a bit of whatever bit of wall I could find. Went knock knock, and like, excuse me, can you can you turn that down? And the builder's like, you want me to turn it down? And I was like, uh, yeah, it's just a bit loud. And went, all right, and went over, and I don't think he turned it down. I think he turned it down and then back up to where it was. Um, yeah. But it was so strange. I went, "You want me to turn it down?" Like it wasn't. He wasn't surprised I'd come down to to um, talk to him about the radio. He was surprised I wanted it quieter. I, he he yeah. was ex- like he expected me to come down and go. This is great, man. Can you pump it up? <laughs> I don't have a radio in my in my flat, so I just like to listen to this through the floor. If you just crank that baby up, yeah, this is this is a rare opportunity for me to finally hear the hits. <laughs> I love songs where every third word is just baby. <laughs> have you heard that song? I, I and finding out about this song is it was a moment in my life where I realized just how separate I am from global popular culture it goes it's got a really high squeaky annoying lady's voice and she goes and it's like it's like south park came up with a joke <laughs> pop song and it's the it was it's like the it was the biggest selling song of 2019 or the first half of this year, like in the world. Uh. The mo- song most listened to by human beings, who have the same brains and ears that we you and I have. Uh. And is there f- dance me dance me dance me boo boo boo? It's, <laughs> it, it, listening. There are many songs that you are like physically painful to listen to, but it's it's horrible. You. It's like a joke. It's like someone came up with a joke idea of what a pop song sung by a young uh, woman sounds like. It's horrible. But and and when I found out about that song, that was the top song in the world. I was like, I am. I will never fit in. I will, you know. I'm it's not. Over. I'm yeah. I'm not for this planet. Maybe. <laughs> but that's what happened there. but then you turn on to six music or radio uh radio three or maybe radio two and you go ah like a hot bath <laughs> and everything's all right again because you're not listening to uh, a song where every third word is baby a song about how powerful uh someone is or a song about someone's ass i i always really loved your bit of material about um, hoping that pop music will eventually get to all the parts of the dance floor. We'll find out about every part of the dance floor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Eventually, there'll be enough songs that we know who's in the club, who's on the dance floor, who's popping bottles, who's in the back room, who's at the bar, who's in the bathroom, who's outside in the smoking area. 
who's in the queue, who's skipping the queue, um, and who's in the DJ booth. We'll finally have covered it. I really like this. I think it's a very elegant idea you've come up with. The idea that all songs about the club are about one single sort of platonic ideal um, nightclub. Yes. And it exists as a node in all of our collect in society's collective consciousness. It is the club. It's like it and and it, it like everything about this club is canon. So yes, every song about the club that is made adds something to this club. Yes, it's a bit like yeah, the conception of heaven. You add an extra section on. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think that's true. And also, however, it's, it's the big the, nightclub in the sky. It's and the big nightclub. It's it's the big club in the sky. Yeah. And no matter who's singing, if it is uh, a Swedish man with an extremely odd accent, um, <laughs> a Belgian robot, or a Cuban sex offender, no matter who is singing, um, the club is full of all nationalities of all races, and it just looks a bit like it might be somewhere like Miami. Yep. Uh, the lights are purple, with some green lasers coming through. And <laughs> yes. everyone is the same height, weirdly. Everyone is the exact same height. Yes. Yes. God, that's a good point. There's no, no. short people in, in, in like dance club, dance music videos. Or freakishly tall. Or freakishly tall. Everyone's the same height. In the great dance nightclub in the sky... All are equal, Phil. I like this a lot. This is a religion now. It's impossible to tell because everyone's always jumping up and down. But if you made them all stop jumping, they would settle and they'd, like, all the tops of their heads would, like, you could put a spirit level on it. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's jumping. Or everyone is moving out of the way at exactly the same time to reveal a sexy lady. Yes. Yes. Before she tells us all about how powerful her ass makes her. <laughs> My ass is so powerful here in the club. Dude just can't just yelling at me about her ass. Yes, this these songs that are so simultaneously very forthright about not um, about boys in the club not thinking too little of her or objectifying her. Um, because if they do objectify her, her ass will get them. Her big, <laughs> her big sexy ass will get them. If they just yeah, think she's some, she's just, uh, uh, she's just sexy, then she'll sex them to death with her ass to teach them a lesson. Yeah, it, the <laughs> the lyrics to every song are essentially, um, uh, um, you 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 better not be sexist when you spank my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I I really like the idea that all music now is just South Park parody music with a kind of annoying high voice that they do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, pop pop music now is just Cartman. It's they're all Cartman. <laughs> I remember I've looked for this for, for ages because I thought the song was so funny that there was a scene where it was like um, a house party in some episode of South Park, right? Uh, some sort of gathering at someone's house. And they were just playing sort of some ambient music in the background while all the characters are standing around, you know, drinking beers or wines and chatting. 
in the living room. And then I, I remember pausing it and rewinding it to make sure I heard it correctly and going back. And in the background, they'd made some kind of really generic, simple uh, loop. And the lyrics was just one of them going, Pardon music, pardon music, put a song in the background, make it seem like everyone's having a good time. Pardon music, just that very low. <laughs> And like like low enough that there was like like crowd hubbub kind of at the same kind of audio level, but just very faintly. Pardon music. That's a nice little Easter egg. Christmas egg. But that's but that's what all this music could be. Like that builder didn't know what he was listening to. He just knew it needed to be loud enough that he could zone out while he was tiling. I almost bought him a pair of headphones as like a, an early Christmas present. <laughs> like <laughs> like in an advert for Sony or whatever. Like, I come down and he and the builder's like, for God's sake, I've already... And then he turns around and he sees I've, I'm handing him, like, a pair of headphones with a ribbon tied yes. around it. But in and the I'm advert... Like, and I was like, it... Merry Christmas. And he puts them no. on. And we, yeah, and we but, have a new understanding. But in the advert, to make it more endearing and more like um, international things coming together, you basically can't speak English. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You have to it, hand it to him almost uncertainly and then say Merry Christmas in a very, very thick accent of any yeah. kind. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a John... That would genuinely be a decent sort of John Lewis uh, PC World... I don't PC World doesn't do Christmas ads. But that's a genuinely good Christmas ad. Like, you got, you've got the, the beats of the guy who's frustrated with the, the, the builder downstairs... They have their twos and fro's, and then on, and you think the me character is preparing some sort of dastardly revenge. He's going online, he's looking things up, and he's like putting something together. And you come down, and you think he's going to. This is where it deviates from uh, mainstream advert culture. You think he's going to shoot him in the head, <laughs> um, but then the camera reveals he's bought him a pair of headphones to listen to his music in. Oh, you'd have him, you'd have him, this is another example of us having really good ideas on the podcast and, and not being able to sell them to anyone. You'd have him looking up noise-canceling headphones and you'd think they were for him. Ah, yes, of course, that's it. That was, it was staring me in, in, the, in the face the whole time. That's the ad. That's the ad. Although I like the one with the gun, because then if you open the door, the one that you talk to would be like, you want to shoot me in the head? <laughs> you don't need to shoot yourself. As I, as well, I would have predicted. You don't want to hear the music. I mean, you, you your head's right there. <laughs> uh, well, um, listeners, we hope you have as 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 not shit a Christmas as it's possible to have during the first year of officially shit Christmas. Yeah, dark Christmas is here. The first dark Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. It's the kind of Christmas that, that happens at the start of a movie where the country's taken over by uh, someone a bit like the kind of crystal ball witch from Power Rangers. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Christmas in the Upside Down from Stranger yeah. Things. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes, there's mist everywhere and everything's covered in slugs and cobwebs. <laughs> Everything looks like it's covered in shit, and it is. It's all lorry drivers in Kent. 
They just shat everywhere. <laughs> yes. Kent just looks like the upside down now, <laughs> thanks to the lorry drivers. <laughs> oh, <fucking laughs> well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, try not to get mega coronavirus, or indeed, it's younger brother, original coronavirus. Well, older bar brother. Older brother. Oh, that's older, true, slower it's, it's, brother. It's older, slower brother. This is not, this is Scrappy Doo COVID. Yes, we are, this, this is COVID with lime <laughs> and original recipe COVID. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can have yeah. COVID classic is sort of not very popular right now. What's what's big is um, COVID lemon. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. God. Well, stay safe, everyone. And Merry um, Christmas. Merry Christmas. As sarcastic as it sounds this year. Um, Merry Christmas. Yes. Happy holidays. And here's to 2021. Goodbye, 2020. <laughs> God, I won't be, someone be sad to see the fucking back of 2020. That's for sure. <laughs> Goodbye forever. <laughs> 2020, source of all my ills. <laughs> let's let let's hope next year's better. How could it not be? <laughs> Don't set the bar too high. <laughs> um. Goodbye, everyone. Much love, and all the bye, best. Bye, everyone. Bye, Koji. Bye, bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.